right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. Welcome to Two Guys Garage Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and Brinton Productions. It's Two Guys Garage Podcast, Kevin Bird and Willie B, and now we are talking SEMA, which is the most unreal automotive show. It's exclusive. It's like invite only. <laughs> okay, it's not invite only, but it's not open to the general public, and that makes it really unique and really special. But what you see there is out of this world. It's the biggest automotive car show on earth, man. Yeah, it is all the movers, the shakers, the top builders, the TV stars, unlimited amount of product, man. And that's what we're all about, right? Really go fast, cool, shiny stuff to make our cars faster, better, cooler, and I'm telling you, man, 12 sections, over 2,400 exhibitors, and new showcase products, over 3,000 new tools, products, widgets, you name it, man. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, and I tell you, the people that are there, I mean, we got some incredible, incredible interviews that uh, we're going to share with you guys, you know, over the next few weeks. I mean, throw out, some, just name drop it, man. Name drop it. You know, Tom Bailey, one of my good friends, you know, talking drag week. You're talking to the baddest, the fastest dude in the world. We're talking to him. What's really going to be cool is later on in this podcast, you're going to hear from Joey Logano. You never know who you're going to run into. We had an exclusive pass to a whole bunch of them, and we're going to share with you throughout the entire Two Guys Garage podcast. Yeah, we've got Ring Brothers. We've got Courtney Hansen from Overhauling. Right, we've got the guys behind the Optima Battery Ultimate Streetcar Challenge. We've got everybody, man. We got the top people, and you are gonna get, you know, the inside scoop, the background, you know, all of our labor, all of our hunting down and finding and hooking up with our friends. It's all gonna be for you over the next couple of weeks. But Bird, is it not the most insane, incredible, out of this world show ever? Like for a car guy, it's it's it. Oh, it's mind-blowing. I mean, I think that's pretty much the phrase. Uh, you cannot be prepared for SEMA. No matter what you have in your head, it's a thousand times bigger, right? Any convention you've ever been to in your life, just think about how large it is, how many aisles, how many miles, and just keep multiplying that, right? The convention center in Las Vegas, is there's like three of them. They're all connected right? <laughs> by hallways. They're all completely packed. And it overflows into the front parking lot. And when I mean overflows, the whole parking lot, there's no parking. It's all vehicles. It's all, you know, berms and burnouts and drifting and Raptor trucks jumping yeah, in the man. air. Then there's the back parking lot. Then there's across the street. It just goes on and on and on. You know, it does, however, 
come with a, you know, with a dark side. What? All right. So cars, yeah, here's what I say. And you, you'll totally agree. But there are cars there that are so incredible, so unique in your local town and your local shows. They would have thousands of people around asking thousands of questions. They would win hands down. But at SEMA, they get drowned out because there are so many unbelievable platforms, builds, I mean, pieces of art, rolling machines that you can't even imagine, let alone you're watching and witnessing these in full function right in, in front of your very own eyes. It is, it is a, you know, an unarticulated consequence of SEMA is that there's so many cars to get overlooked, so many great builds that never get the time of day because it's oh, SEMA. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I agree with you a hundred percent. I have guilt when I, when I leave there because I know I've walked past, like you said, some amazing builds because there's another one that's even more amazing. It's like having the most beautiful wife in the world and you bring her to whatever, you know, top beauty contest. And it's all the tens oh, from no. around the world. And you're just like, <laughs> uh, you know, like, oh, no. No, I'm not going there. I'm like, honey, you the finest. You the most beautiful thing in the world. You cursive in a world of big black letters, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, you, you are right because there are so many insane builds, and it's it's really unique because SEMA each and every year there's certain trends that the automotive industry follows, and you'll see these trends played out in all kinds of applications. SEMA brings. Everything in the aftermarket in one place at one time, you know, for that week in November, right in Las Vegas. I mean, everything from the most classic, uh, smooth, handcrafted steel builds to the wild and crazy, you know, fender flares and horsepower to the off-road trucks jacked up, the low riders, the race cars. I mean, every type of fuel burn. And now we're even into this whole, you know, battery electric kind of realm. Like, it's Everything that's out there. We talked there about is this while we were out there, Bert. One of the funny things is we saw, you know, a half Biscayne, half El Camino, weird rat rod. It's one of those things you look at and you kind of shake your head and you go, I'm not sure if I like it, I hate it, or I would just got to respect it. it. But that that car, for as weird, quirky, and awesome as it was, it's on everybody's SEMA photo for, pics, you know? That, you know, crazy car and crazy builds like that that just stand out. They're so unique in the people behind them. I mean, you talk a laundry list of not only the world's most famous fabricators, builders, TV personalities, and more, plus guys that are just crazy in the cars, crazy in the trucks. You know, they got it all there. Well, there, there's over 12, you know, sections with 2,400 exhibitors. Right. Each one of those is going, look at me, look at me. Right. They all have right <laughs> top builders in their booth, top products in their booth. Right. The movers, the shakers, right. The TV stars, you know, like us. Right. 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 All there. Right. Over 3000 newly introduced parts, tools, components. You know, this is year after year. Right. You know, when you look at SEMA, obviously, you know, they had some insane, incredible builds for you was there. You know, I know what you're going to say is the top notch. We're going to have, you know, that in, in just a second. But if you were to take the top five, what were they? Oh, all right. So Top five cars, top five surprises, top five yeah. takeaways from SEMA. What would they be? Well, let's see. That C8R, right? I'm pretty sure it was a Pratt & Miller. I didn't get to really look at all the details. But seeing that C8 in some kind of... Uh, non-generic trim, right? I've, I've seen it at the um, 
Woodward Dream Cruise. Yep, and yeah. it was just the base model, right, stripped down. And, and every time you see a base stripped down, you're thinking, all right, what does it look like all decked out? Yeah. Decked out was awesome. If I flip over to the Ford side, right, there was the GT, I think it's a Mark II, race car version only. So you can buy that car in race trim, diffuser, like that thing was killer. It was funny because the Ford GT and the vet you're talking about was the C8R. Right, it was the C eight R. It was the yep. race version with all the trims and the chin straps and the spoilers and all the cool, you know, aggressive styling. You know, there's a lot of a lot of similarities, you know, in that Ford, just in the styling, the lines, you know, and aesthetically the way it looks from you know 20, 30 feet away. Oh, they were both mad insane in my books. It was like, ooh, boom, knocked me on my socks. Yeah, it, it just. You trip over something awesome every step, you know, and you think, well, this is it. And you look over down the, down the aisle, there's another one. There's a crowd of people. Hey, did you see this? Did you see that one? Oh, man, it's crazy. Now, the one thing I didn't see a lot of this time around was the rat rod scene. Now, maybe we just missed it. You know, we we're going in certain circles and patterns and traffic and all that. But, uh, you know, I know like the last several years, it was like, Rat rod, rat rod, rat rod, you know, rat rod semi-truck, rat rod right. jeep, rat rod this, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, I noticed the same thing. There were, you know, t- to me, I always look at trends in, in the industry and see where it's going. Uh, the last number of years, there's been a significant number of rat rods and those type builds, but way down as far as just the count on those this year. What I did see surprisingly was the... The, the the large number of non-traditional hot rods integrated into the performance muscle car hot rod kind of feel. I'm talking Mercedes-Benz, right? One of the baddest, most sinister cars there was a, a Mercedes-Benz that was entered into the Optimus, Ultimate Streetcar Challenge. The BMWs, <laughs> they had a Toyota Celica that I saw that was just one of the baddest cars there. The non-traditional you know, cars be now upgraded with all the suspension and all the, you know, go fast goodies and everything that makes them just incredible. I thought that was a really cool, positive trend to see. I also had, you know, I had a little love, a little soft spot in my heart for the 66 Dodge Charger, which I have never, I've never seen one of those at SEMA before. They've never, closest thing was a Marlin. Right, so the guy who designed that Marlin for AMC, they brought him over, and he actually designed that '66 and '67 Charger. But to see one of those first-gen Chargers at SEMA displayed in a way that was gorgeous, I, I was I was really shocked about that because you just never see it. You expect to see Gen Two Chargers, the Dukes of Hazard style, but not the Gen Ones, and it was it to me it was a welcome surprise. Yeah, and it was front and center too. It was really well done. It was very well, like you know, on stage essentially in Central Hall, Hot Rod Alley. Uh, you know, there was one couple. Well, it's poof, but several years now, Foos did on an overhauling build. Yeah, they I remember did that. it live. Yeah, yeah. I've had rendering in my photos somewhere. You know, as something to look at from my my wide body charger. For those of you that don't know, I'm, I'm about four or five years into a wide body charger project, complete with Hellcat powertrain, all the goods, and hopefully you'll see that one day. Um, but yeah, it was really cool to see 
that gen charger out there, that Madam, the Cadillac that the Ring Brothers did, uh, it was called Madam. I thought that was really exquisite. Well, regardless if it was the builders, the people that, you know, are behind it, the people that, you know, set the budget and what to build, whether it's companies, whether it's equipment, we had all kinds of people to talk to, whether it was from Holly, and you're going to hear all those coming up in podcasts. One of the big surprises we got was Joey Logano. Oh, my goodness, man. What an awesome guy. Yeah. You think of all the people you see walking through, this is so funny because as you go through SEMA, you you never know who you're going to see. There's all kinds of builders. There's celebrities. There's athletes. There's, you know, MMA people and this and that and the other. But Joey Logano just walks right by. A lot of people don't know Joey Logano unless he's in his, you know, unless he's in his race outfit, by his car, whatever. He's this tall, slender guy. He's walking right by the midway. And I'm like, that's Joey Logano. <laughs> and for, for all you guys that don't know Joey Logano, which you should, Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series champion. Right. Unbelievable. This guy is so fast uh, on the racetrack. But who would know? He is a total hot rodder through and through. And, of course, we run into him at the Factory 5 booth with Dave Smith, the owner. And, uh, man, what a riot, dude. Just listening to his builds, all the things that he's into. Uh, super cool on the track and off the track. What a really likable guy. You got to give him credit where credit is due. He teamed up with Snap-on and Factory 5. He got to take a NASCAR engine and stuff it in a Factory 5 frame. For those of you that don't know, Factory 5 is a company where you basically go to a school. You enlist in a program. They show you. They give you all these pieces, all these components, and you go to the school and learn how to build your own hot rod, which gets your, you know, you get your hands dirty, which is a great way, great platform. And, you know, Dave Smith, the guy behind Factory 5, a true and tried car guy, he loves it, so it was great to talk to him, talk to Joey, and get the lowdown of Joey Logano and the Factory 5 build, plus all things NASCAR. Well, I tell you what, man, why don't we take a quick break, and when we come back, let's roll the clip. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, man, Joey Logano, Dave Smith, Factory 5 live from SEMA 2019 on the Two Guys Garage podcast next. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast, Kevin Bird and Willie B. And man, this was our moment. We ran into Joey Logano at the Factory 5 booth with our friend Dave Smith. Factory 5 is a really cool, it's almost like a college course. You go there, you learn how to build your cool hot rod, your roadster, whatever. But having Joey Logano in play, man, that was like icing on a cake. And Bird, that guy is a car nut. He's still on the track 24-7, laying the burnouts, building some cool cars. That guy is 24-7 Mr. Race Machine. It's awesome, man. Yeah, man. He's on the throttle constantly, and we love this. So let's get into it. Joey Logano, Dave Smith, live from Factory 5 in SEMA 2019. Hey, welcome to Two Guys Garage Podcast. Kevin Bird, Willie B, and you're not going to believe who we have right here, man. Dave Smith, Factory 5, the man, the myth, the legend. Joey Logano, my man, Mr. Yo. NASCAR extraordinaire. All welcome. Hey, man, we appreciate you guys taking the time, man. A lot going on here at SEMA. Good to be so, here. Yeah, man. Joey, you got to, you just come off the course? You just come off the track? We're pretty much. We're getting ready to uh, go into Phoenix this weekend, and uh, we're, we're right on the cut line here. We're, we're sitting fourth in points, so we got to have a we got to have a good week to get ourselves in the championship four and go for two in a row. Yeah, so, man. A couple big weekends coming up, but 
we figured we'd make a quick stop at SEMA. I mean, why not, right? This is right. A, it's such a cool experience to come out here. So many cool-looking cars, and coming over here to Factory 5 and seeing uh, some of the cars that they've built uh, is, is really incredible. I've had a great opportunity to get to know Dave and, and his team. And, uh, Dave's a bananas, lot of fun, man. man. It's, he that is dude bananas. screams fun, dude. Some, some he sweats stuff, fun. Sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. There's definitely, when you, think, when you think Dave, you think fun. Uh, that's my dog right there, man. It's fun. <laughs> that's a great endorsement. Let me give you a little inside like story on Dave. So we went to Factory whoa, whoa, 5. Whoa, 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 whoa. This will be good. We went to Factory 5, I don't know how many years ago, did an episode of Two Guys Garage, went on a car cruise. It was awesome. Got to check out how they do things, how they build things. And uh, it was like, all right, shift's over, day's over. Next thing I know, the boys are pulling out the go-karts, right? And it's go-kart competition in the parking lot of Factory 5. You know, sponsored by Dave. And I'm looking out in the parking lot, and I'm like, well, there's this whole new section of asphalt over here. I'm like, why do you even need this parking lot? And it's like, for the go-karts. <laughs> I mean, so, dude, tell me you can go to any job, and your boss is all about performance, building awesome stuff, like super high quality, the coolest could be, and at the end of the day, pulling out the shifter carts and ripping them around the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, man. man. That is Dave Smith right there in a nutshell. There's a secret to that, though. I mean, we get to drive cars for fun. You know, Joey's doing it for a living. He does it like a pro, and we do it for fun. And, you know, we're doing it with guys that build their own cars. So we're building all the parts, and we're turning them loose. And what guys build is always humbling. You come to SEMA here, and you see craftsmanship. You yeah. see guys that build stuff, and you look at I couldn't do that, you know? We engineered all the parts, but we didn't take the car to the next level. So if you want to build your own car, that's what we do. But driving it, that's for fun. I leave the pro to Joe. Yeah, man. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. I tell you, so we built this, this Factory 5 truck and uh, with Snap-on, and we put a, a cup motor in it, one of our race oh motors in it. Oh, my God. It's a nice. motor that, oh, that we won it over with. Yeah, wow. so it's got a ton of horsepower, and then we made it up to a, a five-speed sequential gearbox. And I tell you what, this thing, it is the most fun car you can drive. It's incredible. It's so fast. We put a handbrake in it and a bunch of steering wheel <laughs> because we figured why not we'll drift with it too. But it's uh, it's fast and uh, we did a really cool video with it and I had my Ford GT next to it and, we, and I'm like, well, let's drag race, you know? Because like, I, yeah. I want to see this guy. Smoked it. So like it wow. was, it That's pretty crazy. good when a factory yeah, really hot rod cool. truck beats a GT. Wow, yeah. man. Yeah. Of course, that will help hole, with the motor. A little bit more wheel spin in the truck. But yeah. once, they, once they get going, it, it so much power and they're so light, it's, uh, it gets going. So, so i got to ask you, how, how did the concept of that come to fruition? Like, was that your idea? Was the genesis of it? Like, hey, Joey approached Dave and was like, hey, I want to build something stupid, radical, tear the tires off you have a blast with. How, how did that come I, around? It all came from Joey, but i got to tell you, it's like when someone comes and says they want to cut butter with a chainsaw, that's what he's doing with that motor. Okay? Yeah. It's like yeah. 850 yeah. horsepower. It's a 2,000-pound truck. Now, oh we, we did a season finale with Fast and Loud. We did some other stuff, but uh, Joey built one of our... Uh, Cobras and one of our coupes, and those were good dialed in race cars, but they were 500 horse. So, you know, Mr. NASCAR says, let's put a NASCAR motor in one. Is this so. the big bad? Do you ever have enough horsepower? No. 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 Said no. no dude ever, I got no. enough horsepower now. No, I don't think so. Yeah, so, man. Uh, it, it, it's been neat because, like I said, we built, you know, a couple of the cars and and uh, driving, driving the Cobra and the Daytona Coupe has just been like, they handle really, really good. Like, really good. And I was like, man, this is, this is a fun car to drive down the road, and you take it to a track day, the thing handles great and uh 
so I figured we'd make put a little spin to it, you know. So this truck has the tires that come off of my race car. We put those tires on because they're free tires, right? Because they got right. like four or five laps and we throw them out. So it's like, <laughs> what are we going to do, right? It's like you do burnouts yes. with those. So we have those so you can just throw those on there and just have fun with this thing, give rides. And, and uh, we painted it to match my GT. So it has, it's matte black with these silver stripes and has a 22 on the side. It's, it's mean. It's mean. Imagine when you're driving that. As, as fun as it is to drive, you're doing nothing but laughing behind the wheel. You gotta be giggling and laughing the entire time you're driving. It's very tempting. That's that's the problem <laughs> with this thing. It's so tempting to just wanna go yeah, all the time. You have a license so. plate on it. Yes, I gotta yeah. play it on it. I gotta play it on it. It's and ready you to go. You probably only drive it around Charlotte, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, right now. Which has the bigger giggle factor, right? Getting in the NASCAR, going around the track, right? Wheel to wheel, head to head, or getting in this truck and uh, getting silly. Well, so racing in, in my, my race car is, that's my job, right? I mean, it's, so it's, my job's awesome, don't get me wrong, I have the coolest job ever, but I have a lot of fun just going to play around, right? There's no pressure to it, you just have a good time, uh, you know, you, you get a couple other cars out there and play around or whatever it may be. That to me is, is, is a lot of fun. You know, you say you're taking a go-kart out in the parking lot, that could be the most fun you oh, have. Yeah, like sure that's, is. that yeah. is awesome, you know. So doing that type of stuff for me is is the most fun. You know, taking out, just hanging out with your friends and talking about cars or building cars together or driving them, whatever it may be, uh, is what I'm passionate about. That's how I grew up, right? I love that stuff. So um, what do you, what do your friends say when you take and show up in that car? Oh, the they, factory they five car. Pants. They got to be like, <laughs> holy. Man. Well, we made sure it had a good cage in it, yeah. and it got good belts and a good seat, and we make sure. So this thing's got to be safe. Like, I don't want to. So in a streetcar, I mean, what's the rumble level in this thing? I mean, are you setting up every car line? until you got it to eight thousand RPM. Yeah, <laughs> what's it? Yeah, it idles semi. Twenty-five hundred, three thousand. Yeah, and it idles semi quiet. Yeah, it's about that. Yeah. It's a, it idles twenty-five hundred, and and it's not too bad like cruising down the road it's not bad but when you want to go and you like you say you get that thing about seven eight thousand rpm it's screaming yeah, it's mean. yeah so this is like fr9 in there yeah uh-huh. nice yep. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all your friends are taking like hey man joe can, can i get a lap in it can i get, get some yeah, seat I, time in it yeah i don't really trust anyone to drive <laughs> this thing yeah. <laughs> yeah. well it's yeah. a little uh, bit of an animal you know right. <laughs> you gotta hang on to it i've I've seen my friends crash plenty of stuff, so I'm like, yeah, I'll crash this one. <laughs> well, that's the cool thing about, right, all the stuff at Factory 5. I mean, Dave's total performance, you know, gearhead, driver, yeah. right? And so you got these sexy, sexy-looking cars, these classics, right? The Cobra, you know, Daytona Coupe, right, the 33. But underneath, I mean, I don't know if you want to call it a race car, but it's a you know it's a tubular chassis, tubular control arm. I mean these things are dialed in, performance built, man. Absolutely, and then you you know you drape the sexiness right on top of it, and and uh, right you can take your wife out to dinner, and the next thing you know you're on a track doing track days, right on, right doing burnouts. Uh, it's a super awesome platform. The the one thing I've really learned a lot, man, and and really appreciate how Dave approaches building these cars is when you purchase when you buy one of his cars you go to his school right they'll teach you how to 
you know, do everything you need to do to make this car yours, right? Was, really you guys went to the build school. Yeah, yeah. I went to the build yeah. school, got to drive a couple of his, you know, his 427, Cobra Rev. I mean, these cars are built to drive. A lot of people say that, but when you get behind the wheel and you feel how the car acts, you feel the personality behind the car and how easy it is to lean into it and get the tires, you know, ripping, you all of a sudden know and understand the man behind Factory 5 and his mission. He builds fun. Well, and, and, <laughs> that's right. That's a great endorsement. But I, I got I to gotta spread the love here because Jim and engineering, yes, for engineering, you know, it starts with chassis. And, you know, Joey's putting an 850 horsepower NASCAR mode in it. That <laughs> chassis better be stout, right? And so chassis engineering, that's the foundation of the house. That's what we've always done. And it makes it fun. You come to see him, everybody's, you have a brother for another mother, and it's Mr. Logano, because this guy gets in that car, it had zero miles on it, he's in the parking lot, and he, what does he do? Full throttle. That's all. <laughs> My man. It's brand oh, new. Yes. And this guy goes to the build school, he's got a big block cover, he gets in, he's never been in the car before. I said, and I'm about to say now, there's a clutch, and your pedals may be closed, you're going to heel toe to this, and it's got manual racks, so and he's like, what, what, bump, gone. Yeah, man. <laughs> Donuts, ribbon, drifting, <laughs> yeah, I got it, bro, I got it. Well, not only not only has Dave built like awesome machinery, he's built a community. Like one of the things I really noticed, right, going to Factory Five, he had kind of an open house day. Everybody came in with all their Factory Five builds that they built themselves, right? Right. And I mean, I got to walk around and talk to all these all these builders, owners, and the pride factor was through the roof, and the camaraderie between them was huge. And you know, I got the the, the presence, the, the feeling that. Right, there's so much help and love. Like I watched how customers came in and, and Dave addressed them and took care of them, right? Like there's a bonding in that group and we all did a cruise out to what, Plymouth. Yeah, right. And um, I mean, just there's very few organizations that I've seen where everybody was so enthusiastic and excited and like helping each other out, you know, tips and yeah, you name look, it, man. Look what your Look at what's on the other end of that, right? That community is building something that everybody dreams of from the moment they're a kid. You dream, hey, we all probably had that go-kart, five horsepower, brakes and stratton, pull it with yep. a lawnmower chain, man. You know, you take off. Well, imagine that times a million on steroids with wide tires, great stance, you know, 800 horsepower or 500 <laughs> horsepower to a 2,000 pound car. All of a sudden, man, this thing bites, it hangs, it, it throw G's, it'll tear the tires off. It's like a it's like a sports car slash muscle car slash, you know, supercar that, that is yours, that is built by Looks your cool. own hands and your own, you yeah. know, well, desire. You, one of the, the ni- to me, one of the nicest parts is like, I don't have patience, right? Because I want, I want to build it. I, I, I enjoy it. I like that part. But I really like to drive, probably even more. <laughs> yep. yep. And and the worst part is when you're restoring other cars or whatever it is, an older car, or whatever it is, you're out there looking for this part. You're on the internet looking for this and that. And next thing you know, you're like five years into building this thing. You never drive it. You lose interest in it. It's like, uh, this thing, like you, you have everything right there, right? All the parts are right there. Yeah. You put it, the thing together, and you go drive and have fun. It's that <laughs> simple. It doesn't have to be more complicated, and you can still make exactly. it yours. That's the cool part, too, is that it's not like everyone has the same car when it's all said and done. You can make this thing unique as you want, right? Make it to what fits you personally. That part's cool. You can. <laughs> hey, and you know what else makes it easier? If you crash it, there's replacement parts on, on order too right there. <laughs> it makes it a lot quicker. We don't too. have a service network either because all the guys build their own cars. So they're their own maintenance. You know, you don't have to go out and get a guy to work on your car. You already built it. But 
there's a dirty little secret, and it's it's, yeah. some, it's something that's underneath our company. Every guy builds his own car, and what happens is we're collaborating with those guys. We have to, so we're building the car along with him. So when he's done, he makes us look good. So if we don't do a good job on the engineering, and he's having a hard time building it, that's no fun. But it better drive good, though. You guys should, should walk through. I mean, when people come to your site or your sort of, you know, your school, I guess you would say, right? They could choose a car, they could choose a platform, they choose a power plant, and you walk hand in hand with them and show them what they need to do to make this car become a reality. Every single build is different. Every single build is custom, and every single build starts with what does that guy want to do with a car? I mean, Joey comes in and obviously he's building an alpha car, right? Yeah. There's not going to be anything like it. Uh, Mark Gerhardt over here building for Hot Rod Magazine, putting a twin turbo coyote in it. Everybody's bringing their own ideas to it. We got to help them with the, with core engineering, but I'll tell you what, it starts with that process, a cerebral process. You're not going out and getting all emotional and seeing a, a car at a, a showroom and say, I'll buy it. It doesn't work that way. You got to think about the build, and that's part of the fun of it. I mean, we're at SEMA, which is kind of the hallowed halls of build your own fill in the blank, yeah. right? So this is where we have all our friends and family, and so we build cars together with customers. That's the bottom line. Well, you're not selling a product that you buy, you know, one click and you get it and that's it. You're selling like kind of a never ending experience. Right, because the first part of the experience is, what do you want to build the dream, right? Putting all those kind of pieces together, making that initial purchase, and then that experience is the build, right? Yeah, but how many things can you build these days? Everything breaks, you just take it and buy a new one. A TV, there's no one, you know, when we were growing up, our fathers, they fixed everything, right? Yeah. But nowadays, something breaks, and you just trade it and get another one. I think there's this connection with being able to build something. And, you know, as much as people say kids nowadays aren't working on things, you know, we're doing that show at Charlotte on the high bank, and Legato jumps out of the car and he wants more ride height, jumps underneath the car, cranks up the coilovers. I mean, that's a driver, racer, mechanic, get it done, scientist. That 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 passion's still alive at guys at SEMA. That's our customer. Yeah, so guys sure. who want to build it, drive it, race it, fix it. And well, you we, bring up the passion piece. I mean, that's, that's what makes you passionate about your car. Right, when you pull into the gas station, a Shell gas station, you, <laughs> you and someone asks you about your car, you know everything about it because you built it, right? If you just bought a car at your consignment car store or whatever it is, right, and, it, and it's something special and, and that's it, but when someone asks you questions, you don't have a story that goes along with it. Yeah, facts. And that's one of the neatest things when you go to a car show or whatever it is, you say, hey, you sit there and someone asks you a question, yeah, watch this. I know. I've built this thing. I know everything about tell it. Tell you right? everything. Right, right. I can tell you every little bit. I can tell you, you know, the, the experience I had with Factory Five, what I put in it, I, the whole nine, right? And then, and now that car is really special to you. It's probably really special to your family. I can imagine, like to me, I can imagine if my dad was building one, and I was a kid, and I was five or six years old. I would never sell that car because it would be part of the family. Like, I remember my dad building that and I was sitting out there with him eating my animal crackers or whatever the heck it was, right? <laughs> yeah, right that on. would be a, like something to me that I would always want to have around. Yeah, and man. I think that's, that's, that's a good excuse. Do that. it for your kids. Yeah, do it right? for your kids. It's do, not do it for, for you. Kids. <laughs> Kevin, you you're a sales director. <laughs> well, man, oh, look at all the great sort of you know, just different kind of cars you have, man. So walk us through what's new for Factory 5 this year. And I know there's some I'm staring at right now that I'm still, man, I'm just kind of like, what in the, what is this? All right, when you got a bunch of guys that work for you that are a little bit odd and very talented and you take them off the chain, that's what you get, a 12-cylinder LS engine. And <laughs> now it's going into a car that's it's really a Ford platform. I think the, the LS V12 is pretty impressive. 692 foot-pounds of torque, 750 wow. horsepower, 9.5 liters. Um, made by uh, LS12 engines out of uh, Australia. Uh, Mark Gerhardt helped with the interior, the uh, the internals. 
but um, we're doing our own design car based on the coupe that, that Joey drove. It's got a great chassis, great torsional rigidity. We stretch the wheelbase by about uh, nine inches, so it's a 104-inch wheelbase. We're designing our own carbon fiber body for it, so it'll be a modern version of a Daytona coupe, but it'll be our version. But you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, we are living in the golden age of cars. If you look Amen. at performance today and what you can buy in a crate motor or in a junkyard, a car that yeah. was wrecked, it's really astounding what you can build for not a ton of money. The kind of performance that you couldn't have dreamed of. We could take some of these cars. You go to the grid with that coupe in the '60s and win any race you want. You know? Oh yeah. Uh, oh no, kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For right? sure, especially then, right? I mean, this is that's and, and it's, a, it's a race car. I mean, it's a race car you drive down the street. Yes. Like, and as a race car driver, all you want to do is take your race car down the street because exactly, that's cool. Exactly, man. This is doing that. Nobody's I, ever complained about a race car you could drive on a daily. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, Before you get some you, thumbs up, then yeah. you drive down the road. Everyone stops and they're taking pictures or whatever. Like, they, they get into these things. And, and it's the passion for cars is still alive. I tell you, it, it, it I is agree here. With you Joe. you see much. the amount of people here, that's one thing. But even going to, to our races, uh, you know, and seeing kids and. You know, things like that, I think, you know, kids are what get, get look at these things the most, most of the time. It's a kid will come running over like, oh, my God, I've never seen anything like that. And they think it's the coolest thing, right? And then kids still love Hot Wheels. They still, right? They still love wheels, cars, things that Character, they love design, it. sexiness. Like, like, look at all the cars now. Most of them are pretty vanilla and plain. So you didn't yeah. grow up. Like as a kid with One a charger, Ford Taurus or a you know Toyota rumble Camry. next to you. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean to get inspired, I, I mean the kids love these just as much as us big kids do, right? Yeah, man. Again, we appreciate what you bring to the car community, the enthusiasts, the fact that you do so much work on the engineering aspects of the design that we can get into it and feel confident because that has a lot to do with how you, you know, how you approach your car, man. If you feel confident about what you have, what you have underneath you as far as chassis goes, components go, and you know it's tested, it's tried and true, man, that makes it even better and even more welcome. Well, you guys work closely together, and that's kind of a brotherhood. The truth is that you're building these cars, you have a brotherhood with the people who build the cars with you, you know, and it's like, I can't stress it enough. I have a great job, but I have the best team. And you surround yourself with great people. It's a lesson in life in general. But you surround yourself with great people, a great team, great support in the pits. Great. My guys at Factory 5 are the very best. My team is the best. And I expect the best of them, but the truth is they deliver. And they deliver more than I could ever believe. And, and, and the result is, look around you. Great cars, great products, great customers. And we're all in it together. We're helping build cars together. Amen, man. Yeah. Amen. So there you go. Joey Logano, one last question for you, man. How do you... How do you get ready mentally? How do you get ready physically? This is all fun and games, but I, there's got to be a moment for you. Well, I, I practiced my burnouts already <laughs> yeah. in my truck, so I feel I feel good about the celebration piece. It's just about getting to that point. Uh, that's the hard part. But yeah, you know, um, we've raced under this amount of pressure before, and that's one thing I love about racing in general is just the pressure that comes along with it. Right? Because you learn so much about yourself. You either win or you learn. There's really nothing in between, right? Yeah. And that's that's the coolest things to me as you go out there and you can't lose. I always say experience is what you get when you don't get what you want, right? Yeah. And every time when you lose, you learn, man, right? Get you pick yourself up, dust yourself off, go at it again, and typically you're better for it. Making mistakes is the best opportunity you can ever have. Amen, right? brother. And that's that's yeah. huge. 
Well, we wish you the best of luck, Dave. It's always a great Thank honor you, to talk Good to time. you, my friend. Oh, yeah. Fact three five. How do people find more about it socially online? Where do they go? You go watch a NASCAR race. Hell Put yeah. a factory five in there now. Yeah, now. man. It's factory five fiv.com. So you go online. That's everything. You can come and visit us. We sold twelve thousand chassis kits. We don't want one salesman. It's all our guys that are out there building cars. They're our salesmen. So ask somebody. You know somebody with a factory five. Odds are you do. But otherwise, come to our website. There you go, man. Best of luck, Joey, man. All right. Tear Thank you up, very brother. much. Thanks, yeah, guys. Take care. How about Joey Logano, bro? How badass would it be to have a job where you get paid to drive high horsepower go-karts for a living, man? Come on. Well, on top of that, how awesome would it be to get paid enough to build your own high-power go-kart for when you're not working? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> 850 horsepower, a NASCAR motor dropped into a go-kart frame. Because, you know, Factory 5, these chassis are super stiff. They're really low CG. They've got low center gravity. They handle like mad. But you can imagine that go-kart you had as a kid on steroids, on more steroids. You know, Tom's like, I don't know, some character Thanos from, you know, like the Avengers or something. Like, it's unreal. And that dude gets to drive them and live them and play with them on a daily. Talk about bringing your work home with you, right? I'm not done. I, I'm, I'm, I still feel like working. Could I get another one of these engines for my home car? <laughs> right, honey. I'm, I'm get, rough day at the office. I'm doing burnouts, and everybody knows burnouts are like flowers for men. They make any man happy, y'all. It that's, really is. That's so right. for Kevin Bird, I'm Willie B, our producer, my man Scoop, and executive producer Bob Ecker, the Two Guys Garage Podcast. Copyright 2019, Brim Productions Incorporated. All rights reserved, cause they ours, duh. Yeah, and don't forget, check out our website, twoguysgarage.com. You know, share your thoughts. Share with us on social, right? Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. But you know what? That's all we got today. So you guys tune in. We'll be back. Download some more podcasts, man, and check out a lot of this awesome stuff that we got at SEMA. Two Guys Garage Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Britain Productions. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.